1: Hello there, and a huge welcome to today's show. We've got a great guest for you, Rihanna Avis. Today we're going to be talking about money. Isn't it interesting how many people have a toxic relationship with money? They don't have enough, or if they have money coming through their hands, they can't hold on to it. It's at the heart of it, our beliefs about money run the way in which we think, and the way in which we behave around money. And our patterns of behavior are gonna make a huge difference in terms of how abundant we are financially or not, but also the ceiling that we put on our abundance, our financial abundance. And today, whilst we talk about abundant abundance in a holistic way normally, today our focus is going to be on money. Now, Many people believe that their their self-worth is actually equated to their net worth. I'll feel good about myself when my bank balance is healthy. Um, People will think better of me if my bank balance is good. When the reality is that your self-worth and who you are, your value as a person has little to do with your value in terms of how many dollars or pounds or yen or whatever the currency is that you have in your bank balance. And the other thing that I think is really important is that money is simply a form of energy and an energy that we can use in a transaction to buy stuff or to um, buy other people's time, expertise, experience. And for me, money is not just about what you have in your bank balance, but it's what you do with it. And so the person who has very little and actually um, helps other people, you know, by giving to charity or by by using their time and time is money to help other people. For me, they have a much richer approach to life than those who count their money and do nothing with it. You know, the story of King Midas is a really great one. To remind you, those of you that aren't familiar with it or have forgotten it because nobody's told it to you for years, is King Midas wanted to feel good about himself. He wanted to see himself as an important king. And he believed that his importance was tied entirely to his his value in terms of gold and jewels and money. And he had an opportunity to make a wish. And the wish was that everything he touched would turn to gold. And in the first instance, you know, when he touched the table and it became gold bullion, um, he was ecstatic. He thought, great, this wish is working. But when he touched his daughter and his daughter turned to gold, it was a very different matter. He recognized that money, Wealth in and of itself isn't what's important. However, we do need enough to live, and many people are going through huge hardship. I was talking to somebody only this week who, within the next couple of weeks, will have no money for their mortgage, for food, and so on. And they, as you can appreciate, are absolutely struck in panic The problem with that is that when we are in panic mode, when we are in lack mode, we are energetically sending out a message which says that's what we want. And so being able to recognize that money is energy and how you think and how you act are both incredibly important in terms of whether you're going to attract money and whether you're going to keep money. There are certain groups of people who seem to find it particularly difficult to charge their worth. I work a lot with empaths and with therapists, um, people who are in holistic um, therapies, for example. And they often find it incredibly uncomfortable to charge. And yet they'd go into the local shop and they would expect to pay for uh, the products in their basket. Or if they had a plumber come and sort out their boiler or uh, an engineer come and sort out their car, they would expect to pay them. So I want you to start off by thinking to yourself, what are my beliefs about money? How many of those beliefs have come from my parents? You know, I can just hear my dad now, for example, saying money doesn't grow on trees. You know, my parents, we always had enough to eat. We always had enough but very often I had hand-me-down clothes from my sister and we, there wasn't a lot of spare cash and my dad did two or three jobs um, because it was a teacher and they weren't well paid and when they decided to buy their own house rather than living in uh, rented accommodation council accommodation um, they had to save and so their attitude towards money was really very much around You've got to hold on to it. You've got to husband it. It's really difficult. You've got to work incredibly hard in order to create money, and then you've got to hold on to it. And what I realise is, yes, of course, you do need to work in order to um, earn a salary, but there are, of course, there are lots of ways of of attracting finances into your life. Not for a moment, suggesting that you go um, and... uh, Uh, take it from someone else but when you are really in flow when you have a really great belief about money that is that you deserve it that the universe is abundant and you behave in a way that doesn't waste money by um, buying stuff you don't need or getting into debt and then paying compound interest then you are far more likely to find yourself being abundant now, rihanna has got lots and lots of experience of helping people have a very different relationship with their money and helping them um, to take control of their lives and, as a result, take control of their money. So when we come back after the break, I'll introduce Rhianna to you, and we're going to explore her take on how you can master your money um, in a really constructive way. So... Don't go away. See you back in a minute.
0: You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment, and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. Become the Leader of Your Own Life Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving, Not Surviving. The five secret pathways to happiness, success, and fulfillment provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner.
1: Hello there. I'm so excited to be able to introduce Rihanna to you. She and I both belong to an organization called Collaboration Global. And those of you that listen to the show on a regular basis will have uh, seen Jill Tiny, who's my guest, was my guest, who was able to talk about collaboration and the organisation. And it's a great place to meet people. Now Rihanna is a very special lady. Let me read you her bio. Rihanna Avis is a business and money coach for therapists, healers, and helpers helping them to get to grips with their businesses and their finances, foreign and stressful areas for most therapists. After several years as a radiographer, she retrained as an IT professional. Her IT career in the financial sector included all aspects of systems development, as well as business analysis, project management, and delivering training. Originally from South Africa, Rihanna Lau lives in the UK and works online with her clients, combining her paramedical and corporate experiences to help her clients achieve balance and ease in their business. One of the things that struck me when I invited him is I don't think there is anybody who doesn't want to take control of their life and their money to give themselves the very best foundation for an abundant and financially free
2: financially stress-free life.
1: So without more ado, I'd
2: like to welcome you on. Hi there, Gina.
1: Oh, it's so good to have you on the show. Before we get started in our discussion, I'd be really grateful if you would share with our viewers and our listeners um, a bit about your background. It's it's an interesting one, isn't it? You know, medical and then IT and now working with therapists. What made you move from the world of IT to working with therapists and healers and so on
2: well yes uh, how long have you got but I'll make it short <laughs> <laughs> so I I've been in IT for about 20 years by then working for financial institutions and you know there just comes a point in your life where you feel there must be something else I can do I want I want a less this stressed life IT can become very stressful Um, and I wanted to contribute more, and it was, what shall I do? How do I do that? And when I would moved from South Africa to the UK, one of the things that I did to help myself was to do a coaching course. Now, I didn't realise that at the time, but it was like, here was something that really woke something up, or or reawakened something in, in me, because at heart, I'm a teacher, I want to help people. And so um, when I had had enough of um, IT, and they said to me, bye, Rihanna, you don't fit here anymore. I thought, okay, I'm, I'm set. I know what I want to do now. I want to do coaching. And I didn't want to know anything about business. I was going to be a life coach. But then as I met people, and I talked about them about their business, it was a there where I brought the value. It took me a long time to really acknowledge my, my knowledge about what I had learned in the business environment um, and bring it to my clients. And then eventually um, I, I had a, a client that was a therapist and it was like, I've just landed in heaven. It's about the way I explain it. There was just that immediate, gelling, getting together, rapport, and um, one thing led to another. And I realized that because of my paramedical background, we have a natural connection, we have natural ways to talk about each other. And especially when I started working with occupational therapists as well, you know, I, I get them, I get have that therapy mindset about wanting to help people. And it's not always about the money, as you said, it's more about helping people. So that's how I ended up being business and money coach for therapists, healers, and helpers. It sounds
1: really interesting because I do a lot of work with empaths who very often are in the holistic healing business. Not always, but they are. And one of the things that I have noticed is a really common issue is they have real money difficulties at all sorts of levels and for all sorts of reasons. And I think it might be useful if you could share some of the common issues that you've noticed uh, as you've worked with people and then, having shared those, your strategies for dealing with them.
2: Right. So um, the first sort of things I noticed was that when I talked to them about um, so what about your fees? When last of you reviewed your fees? You know, it's like, no, I can't do that. I can't increase my fees. Uh, there's a the reluctance. And then I started uh, doing a uh, vision and strategy workshops. And again, when I asked them to set financial goals, they wouldn't set financial goals. Very, very reluctant. Those who had been in business for a while would set some, but others, not at all. Um, and then when you start, start thinking a little bit more about and talk to them about I'm detecting there's a money issue here. And they say, oh, yes, well spotted, you know, and it, often it comes from, um, as you said, you know, in the prelude or preamble. Um, the way that we've been brought up, you know, money doesn't grow on trees um, um those kind of beliefs that. I think empaths and those who really want to help seems to somehow embody more than, than other people for some reason. What that reason is, I don't know. But my experience of, pe- of working with uh, therapist healers and helpers is they just, they just want to help. When money becomes, comes into the equation, it's like a part of their mind shuts off. It's like, they don't want to even go there. It's like it it it's almost like it um puts them in a box uh in some ways. It's hard to describe. Does that make sense? It
1: does. I think one of I think there's a number of issues, but the things sort of things I've noticed is mm. those people who believe that their work has a spiritual element to what they do. Yes, yes. Have a belief that if it's spiritual you mustn't charge otherwise it stops being spiritual yes which i find quite interesting when you think of the abundance of the universe i mean where does it come from it comes from source and they talk we'll talk about the abundance of the universe and how vibrationally people need to be aligned and then Mm. there's this huge mismatch But underpinning it for me i think the most common thing is Lack of self-belief, lack of self-worth. Yeah, because when I say to somebody, "Okay, so you you you've been in business quite a while. Do your clients get a benefit from it immediately? They're very animated. Yes, they do. This happens, and mm-hmm. they have these breakthroughs, and this is the difference. Mm-hmm. And then they go on to be really financially successful. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, do you actually um, follow your own uh, advice, your own thinking? Do you model what you're demonstrating for your clients? Um, mm-hmm. And there's usually a very, very big silence um, as they yeah. think about you. And yeah. I then ask the question, what value do you believe that you have created mm-hmm. with and for your client? Mm-hmm. And what value would you put on that if somebody gave you that value? And there seems to be a complete mismatch between yes. I, if I was getting that value from somebody else, then of course I'd pay. But if it, it's me, well, I'm not sure I can.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've absolutely noticed that as well. In fact, last year I ran a five day challenge called um, Own Your Worth, Own Your Value. Exactly around those topics that you've mentioned now, what value do you bring? Uh, what do you charge who do you have to be um in order to charge more uh, 5% more 10% more etc cetera, etc cetera. and then i realized as well it's that thing about self worth because for some reason we think we're not good enough somehow we've 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 embodied that we believe we, we are not good enough and it's, it's something that I've battled with myself. Hopefully not as much anymore, mm-hmm. but you never know where no, it comes. No. And it hits you again, and you have to learn the lesson all over again. So one of the things that my future work holds is to work on self-worth and owning that self-worth, definitely. Yes. Don't
1: you think that I, if you look at most issues that people are facing, mm. somewhere in there, if it's not the main thing, somewhere in there, the relationship we have with ourselves and our self-belief is at the bottom of most of the challenges people have with, with money, with relationships, with success, with life in general.
2: Yeah, self-love, absolutely, self-love. We we just don't love ourselves. Um, we think when we love ourselves, it's going to be, it's an ego thing. It's like, I'm the big person, look how I love myself. It's not about that. It's no. about appreciating yourself as you would appreciating someone else. You know, I can look at you. I can see a beautiful person. I can appreciate your knowledge and your experience. But yeah. when it comes to looking at myself like that, it's, yeah. it's much, much, much harder, much harder. Well,
1: that's a belief, of course. Um, mm. But ultimately... Um, I think if we treated ourselves as we would a really valued friend, and those who listen to the show regularly, we know I bang Mm -hmm. on about this, they're using the same criteria for ourselves as we do others, then we would all be much more, well, most of us would be more comfortable. There are very few who treat themselves better than they do others. They're often narcissists, but I think they're in the
2: minority. Most people treat other people far better. Absolutely. Like to... Sorry, to interrupt you. Go on. So I just wanted to share that one of the exercises I did to help, again, to help myself when I first came to the UK because it was tough, was uh, that that exercise that um, Louise Hay teaches about mirror work. Look yourself in the mirror and say, "I love you." <laughs> it made all the difference. It made all the difference. And in her book, she says what you just said there, that at the bottom of all our problems is a lack of self-love.
1: And I I absolutely agree. Mm. What I find interesting, I believe that we are moving into a very different time, a different, um, you know, there's a shift of consciousness and things are Mm. changing. And I believe it's absolutely vital that things do change. Mm-hmm. when you you know at the news this week for example, and you know the state of the the planet in terms of global warming you know, mm-hmm. we've all got to recognize that that we have the power to make changes but we have to start mm-hmm. with ourselves so yeah. one of the questions I'd like to ask you imagine that I'm your business client and you know we've talked about self-worth are there mm-hmm. practical things that that you give people um, to think about or to do, in order to move themselves forward um, around this relationship with money.
2: Yeah, so I have number one my course on uh, master your money, so yeah. that's one of the things that that I would I would talk about those uh, principles with them, um, and and I'll get them to do things like what does money mean to you what does wealth mean to you what does abundance mean to you just simple things like that um and it's interesting to note what um how people experience that differently Mm -hmm. and one of the exercises that i also do i have about a a document of about a hundred different beliefs around money i'll say to them okay Yes, your homework. Go through this and triple star or four star, all those that is, yes, oh, this is so true for me. And you know, and and if they not if it's not so true, then maybe two stars or three stars. And then what is the opposite of that for you? If you had to change that, you know, what
1: it what is. would it be? So it's says it. the positive, yes. yes.
2: Absolutely, yes, yes. And another thing that I like to share with them is to say, okay, uh, there's a quote by um, Florence Scovel Shin that money comes to me easily and effortlessly. Um, Mm -hmm. um, And that's not all of the quote, but just begin to believe that yes, this can happen. Yes, this can happen. I'm Mm -hmm. willing to be open Be more comfortable with money i'm willing to put a a a financial goal down i'm willing to look at the numbers how comfortable are you with your business numbers you know do you actually know what you bring in what your expenses are do you budget you know um, and then the other thing that i sometimes find is that um because they haven't done that kind of work, um, they're not sure how much to charge. So they're undercharged. They want this particular kind of lifestyle, but the income does not support that lifestyle. Um, I
1: absolutely agree. I I do some strategic planning with people where I ask them to to plan for three years and then plan Mm. backwards. It's a very Mm. specific, structure to planning but when Mm. we plan forwards from here to where we think we want to go Mm. we often underestimate what we can do um, and it tends to be quite reactive whereas Mm. if you start with where you want to get to and Mm. plan your way back and and the planning strategy i use is a little more complicated than that Mm. what's interesting is you're setting the intention of where you want to be and i always do it in a very holistic way so it's not just about your business and your finances but your health and your relationships and so on absolutely yeah but what strikes me and i've spoken again about this a number of times those people who follow esther hicks and i don't know whether you're um, Mm. a a follower of esther hicks she talks about the 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 vibration that you have in your vortex and that whatever that vibration is whatever that feeling is that belief, that feeling that's generated by the belief is what you will attract because yes. the universe is abundant and it will it will facilitate us being abundant if we believe it will and if yes. we take the behaviors that go along with that yes. and it strikes me that you know having the capacity to strategically plan where you want to be is a good thing Yes. But one of the things that I found quite common is they'd say, in three years' time, I want to be earning X. And I'd say, okay, how many days a week do you want to work? They'd tell me. How many hours a day do you want to work? They'd tell me. How many clients can you work in a day? They'd tell me. So you want to earn and what you're going to charge. And I'd then say, well, now do the maths. You want to be earning, for argument's sake, let's say 50000 um mm in three years, you wanna be earning 50,000 a year, which is not an unreasonable amount. No. But then they want to work a four-day week and a a six-hour day and see uh, two clients and charge, I don't know, 35 pounds or $50 a session. The maths simply doesn't add up. No, it doesn't, no. And it's quite a revelation that, Mm. you know, in order to achieve X, there has Mm. to be activity that will contribute to that amount yes. in yeah. a consistent way. Yeah. Is that something you find to be common too?
2: Yes, yes, yeah. And I also do, uh, when I do the strategic work, I, um, we look at 10 years, then we look at three years, then we look at the year and, and so on. And then we, we work either the budget or we work um, the numbers as you've just discussed um, and, and yeah, it just doesn't often doesn't add up. And the other thing that therapists and healers um, often want to do or they, they love doing is to do another course. So And those courses are not necessarily cheap, you yeah. know, they're costly. So you have to have time for it. You have to have the energy for it and you have to have the money for it.
1: And add to that while you're on the course or doing the work, you mm. can't be working with
2: clients. So it's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. And yes, and working with people, um, especially when you're a psychotherapist, but also, I mean, um, my uh, occupational therapists, for instance, they work with children. Mm-hmm. You know, and it can be draining, it's emotionally draining. Yes. You are giving off yourself and your own energy. So you have to make sure that your well is well fed, right? Yes. Um, Self care. Self care is so important, and you need time for that. Yes. So by the time you've taken out all the time, um, and the energy, and the, the the courses you want to go on, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, there's actually probably not a lot of time left no. to work with clients. Yes. So you have to charge a decent amount. You
1: know, I'm. I'm I've created a series of um, journals and workbooks for empaths, Um, and the first book, Highest Your Power as an Empath, Mm -hmm. starts to look at all of the um, Mm self-sabotages that people engage in. And you not looking after yourself, not not, um, believing in yourself, um, not uh, going on courses, consistently going on courses, Mm -hmm. and, believing that in doing that, that you are actually serving your business. Now, I need to make something clear. There are times when courses are absolutely appropriate and that investing in yourself in courses, that's why you and I both create courses for people. But when people become um, systematic course goers, but they don't implement what they've learned and then they don't sort of implement and make it their own and then move on, but just keep going on the courses. Then you have to ask yourself the question: Is it really that they need to learn, or are they avoiding getting on with their stuff um, by uh, engaging in course after course after course,
2: which actually doesn't really move them on? Not in business, no, no. And and often it's again that thing about I have to, I have to have the 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 letters after my name um and i'm i'm a prime example of that because as i've told you earlier you know for 20 years i worked in it solving business problems banking problems Um, but i didn't do a a course and i don't have a business a, a coaching diploma that says i'm a business coach so i just threw out all that uh Experience I accounted for nothing, and it was really only when I, when I acknowledged that and said, "Hey, this is what I can do. This is what I have done. This is what I'm yeah. bringing to the table." Yeah. So it's about acknowledging what you already know and using what you know. Yeah. Very. No, yeah. Me. Bless you. <coughs> Thank you.
1: Excuse me. I saw you. Bless Bless me. This. Yeah, I think that's so important. Yeah. Now, I mean, we're, we're getting close to running out of time, but before we do, the principles of your course, give us the name of your course again, and what are the underpinning principles
2: of that course? Okay, so uh, it's master your money. Yeah. And it's really about anchoring your dream. You know, what is it that you want long term yep. and all of that? It's about getting comfortable with the numbers. A lot of people find. Yep. fine don't show me the numbers, I don't want to know, just take it away, Um, uh, you know, Um, getting familiar with your own story, delving into your own relationship with with money, where did it come from, what's been your experiences, what beliefs did you embed, Uh, those kind of things, then we talked about, we talk about planning your money, you know, how am I going to spend it, having a spending plan, but also, how am I going to apply my money? So I'm going to use some for, to live on, some yep. to save for emergencies, some to put away for the future, and, and make sure that I'm taking care of all of that. Um, and then compound interest, we definitely talk about compound interest. And then this course also, there is a lot of work um, about actually building your budget, how are you going to go from where you are now to where you want to be? How are you going to implement the principles that we're teaching? So, yes, paying yourself first, budgeting, uh, the magic of compound interest, um, a framework for spending your money, um, anchoring your dream. Those, those are the, yeah, those are the uh, foundations.
1: Yeah. One of the things that... I always, with my guests, is I. We belong to B1G1 Buy One Give One, yeah. And I think that the act of giving is is really important. And yes. uh, B1G1 have created um, a way of giving where even if you can't afford much, you can actually make a significant impact because they gather um, each of the little amounts together. So, mm-hmm. for example, if they're going to um, build a school. They will then break that down into the school. Last is building is going to last for 10 years, and mm. there are 100 pupils there. How much does it cost per day to educate them? Mm. And genuinely, you does two things. One is we always ask our guests to choose one of three projects. We have three projects every month, mm. um, and we donate on their behalf to their project. Um, we also invite guests to become members of b one and listeners for that matter, to become members of B1G1. Now, mm-hmm. one of the things I love about this particular um, uh, organisation is that they have a sister organisation that raises all the money for the admin and all of the backroom stuff. Mm-hmm. So every penny that you put towards a project goes towards the project. And they yeah. monitor them and they make sure that the money goes to the right place. So you know that you're not paying for some fat cat to... Um, Um, Mm -hmm. to take a a big break off from it, it's going to where it's directed. The other thing about b one g one is that um, when somebody joins through, I join through Collaboration Global, so my impacts show up with Collaboration Global, so you can actually see how the fertilisation of this idea spreads. So Mm -hmm. you've chosen a project um, and your project um, was to plant trees to increase forest cover. Uh, it's very of the moment, isn't it, when you see in the news all mm. of the stuff about global warming and all yeah. of these terrible forest fires. Yeah. So this is a project that's helping setting up plantations within the village area to increase forest cover. A group of users from the respective villages to make contributions to clear the land. And the support that we're giving will help to cover the cost towards pit digging, plantations and weeding in the initial phases, as well as providing the saplings and to cover transportation costs. Once the plants have grown fully into trees, the user groups have the right to use uh, the the wood and um, the associated um, benefits from it to meet their fuel and fodder demands on a sustainable basis. So thank you very much for choosing that. You're very welcome. And a reminder to everyone who is listening that um, however um, you are listening, whether it's live or to the recording, whether it's the TV or the radio, for every hundred uh, people who listen, we donate a meal um, to a hungry person. And so just by listening, um, by sharing, you can make a positive difference. So please do um, download, share. and um, So we have... I want to be in a situation where I've got to give many, many meals out. But thank you very much. So Rihanna, just before we go, um, your um, websites have have been uh, streaming along during this session. Mm, mm. Um, Where should people contact you?
2: It's best to contact me through my www.RihannaAvis website. Obviously the others are also, uh, it's also possible. Yes, I am the woman with three websites. It's not ideal. <laughs> uh, I've got four, so
1: uh, I know where you're coming <laughs> from.
2: Yes. So you can actually access all my websites from, from there. So you master your money, the Bay of Abway, which is where I blogged for four years. And it's a wonderful resource, actually. Um, and then, you know, the, the coaching that I do and all of that um, is on um, rihannaavis.com. And smart women, smart money specifically to to help women take control of their money so that money does not control them. And let me just say that on that website as well, there's actually a resource about 10 steps, 10 things that you can do to, to just increase your abundance towards money and, and change that energy so that you can attract more abundance. So that's a download that you can go and get for free.
1: Brilliant. Thank you very much for being such a great guest. The resources are there. Do take note because when you manage your money and you're in charge of your money and you change those beliefs, you're not only able to heal your own um, money wounds, but you can also help your family and make sure that the generations that you're bringing up have a very different attitude towards money. So, Rihanna, a huge thank you. Um, Don't go away. We haven't finished. See you after the break. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye, Rihanna.
2: Bye.
0: You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment, and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. Become the leader of your own life, Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving, not surviving. The five secret pathways to happiness, success, and fulfillment provide you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-u.com, or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome
1: back. Many of you will have seen in the news that there has been a lot um, about global warming. There are so many forest fires, California, Algeria, right the way around the Mediterranean. There are floods happening. There are extremes of weather. And at the, um, the convention that was held by the politicians a few days ago, there was a very stark warming. And the stark warning was that if we want to have a planet that will actually support life, we need to do something now. In fact, we've got to make sure that we are taking big action in order that our children and our children's children have a a world to live in. When you look round and you see the wonder of nature, it has the capacity to regenerate. And it's the areas where man has got busy that it has the most challenge and the most difficulty. For many years, people have pooed climate, um, global warming, and climate change, or have left it to other people um, to deal with it. And many people will say, "It's just me. What can I do about it? You know, I I don't have the power to make a difference." That's not true. And it's not true at so many levels. Moment by moment, you make a choice. You make a choice in terms of what you buy. So for example, do, you know, if you look at the ingredients and things, palm oil is in many, many products. And yet a lot of the palm oil is not from sustainable farms. And it is decimating um, the, uh, the rainforests which help us to breathe. It may be that you drop some litter rather than take it home or that you choose not to recycle because it's a bit of a bother. Or you take food from the supermarket and you just throw it away because you just waste it because you've forgotten that it was there or that you've gone out for dinner. That you buy so much stuff that you don't need. And what I'm asking you to do is to take responsibility for what you can do to make a change. One of the ways that I'd like to help is that for every comment that people make in the live um, show, for every comment, we will donate to B1G1 to um, one of the projects that supports um, the reparation of damage from global warming. We will do something that will help people have enough to eat. We will help with education. We will help with health. So if you put in the comment, whatever you think, your comments, it can be a just yes, agree, or a question, or that you don't agree. Please put your name. Ideally put your email address um, and put in either um, global, food, um, health, Ed for education with your comment, and we will donate to which uh, to a project against one of those you choose. And in that short, small way, you can make a difference. Now, if you're listening to the recording because it goes to so many different places, then please email me at Gina at genuinely-u.com, and in your email say heard you on the show. Please donate to, and we will donate to, global, for global warning, um, uh, food, um, education, or health, all right? So put whichever your choice of those four things in your comment, in your email, and we will donate on your behalf. It will take you a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes, um, but together we can make a difference. If you're a business owner and you're interested in joining B1G1, please contact me. I'll give you um, my code because it would be lovely to see how Leadership for Life as a program can collectively spread the word and make a difference. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't have to cost you a lot. If you are an individual, you can also give through B1G1 in the absolute confidence and knowledge that... Your money goes directly to make a positive difference. So in your daily life, you can make a difference. And I'm not asking you to spend any money at all. All I'm asking you to do is to engage, to comment um, to the live show, um, comment in the comment box. But if you are listening to a download, then email me at gina at genuinely It is one way where you can become the leader of your own life. It's one way where you can make a difference. Collectively, we can make an even bigger difference. But you need to take just a little bit of action. Not a lot. And remember, I'm not asking you to spend any money. It's genuinely you that's going to spend the money. Um, But it will do it on your behalf. So please, please take action take action in terms of becoming a friend with money, um, and then a little bit of your money, if you, um, you can, to help other people. It not only is the right thing to do, but it also moves the energy. It it demonstrates abundance. And my dad used to have a saying that cast your bread upon the waters and it will come back 10,000 fold. It doesn't always come back in the same way or at the same time. But we need more kindness. We need more giving in the world. And you can give without having to put your hands in your pocket simply by engaging. So thanks very much. Take care. I'll see you next week. And remember, you have the choice to become the leader of your own life. Bye-bye now.